Whoa. Hey, namaste, guys. <laughs> it's Kala. I'm doing this live. God knows how this will go. So I didn't notify any of my subscribers. That would have been good. Um, I wanted to make a video for you today. And um, you guys know the channel is all about coping with anxiety, depression, stress, specifically for women dealing with burnout, coming back from burnout. And so I want to say, you know, burnout can be, many things can cause burnout, okay? <laughs> um, I tend to focus on job burnout, you know, working someplace where you, um, you don't feel valued and you might be experienced like bullying, that type of thing, which I went through. And some of you know my story that I was an academic and, you know, was really happy with getting the job, you know, and it's very, very competitive. And I am an artist, though I don't think they're painting showing behind me. There's a drawing. There's like a Buddha. Wait, where is it? There's a Buddha drawing. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I work a lot with women primarily who are dealing with stress, dealing with burnout. And, but I feel like we can burn out from so many things. You could burn out from dealing with a chronic illness. Um, you can burn out just from, you know, maybe your job's okay, but you don't really love it. And that's something I, I want to focus on a little bit in the future is, you know, where you have a job and you're grateful to have the job, but it's not really, you're not doing the work of your dreams. Okay. And I know that that can be, um, very uh, disturbing, you know, and I feel like in terms of my situation with burnout, I feel like that's what happened for me. Um, and, you know, let me know if you've experienced this. So I don't have anybody managing the comments because I have a, I have my computer. I could try to do both, but I just feel like that would be um, too complicated. And then I'd be like off camera looking at the computer. So I'm just going to weigh in. Um, so yeah, burnout, burnout, you know, what is burnout? And then I'll talk about how meditation can help and can change your life. But so burnout, I feel like a lot of people are suffering from burnout and don't really realize it. Um, burnout symptoms are your sleep starts to suffer. You don't sleep well. Um, you may have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep. Um, you know, just tossing and turning at night. You wake up, you don't feel rested. That's one um, common burnout symptom. Um, just not having energy and not having joy in what you're doing. Like, like you're going about your day, but you're not enjoying it. Another big burnout sign um, is also um, like you stop doing things that were fun, right? So, you know, maybe you loved, actually I have a new phone, you guys, and I'm not even sure where the camera is. I think it's up there. So if I'm looking in the wrong place, it's because it's a new camera. Welcome, anybody who's tuning in at this point. I did not tell anybody I'm going live, which you're supposed to do. So none of my subscribers know, uh, nobody in my tribe or in my list. I usually do put out a video on the weekend, so I'm like, well, maybe they'll see this. So yeah, many things can cause us to burn out. An abusive relationship, uh, difficult family members, maybe, you know, maybe coping with someone who has a chronic illness and you're the one taking care of them. So I just want to say I honor you if you are going through a difficult time right now and certainly the situation around us, no matter really where you are on the political spectrum, I feel like the situation uh, in the U.S. 
specifically just what the media and the things that you see and things that are happening can be very stressful. I know for a lot of people that I know. So there's outside stress happening for sure and more, even in my lifetime, you know, growing up uh, and even in terms of just weather and climate, I do not remember into my teens, my 20s, I don't remember storms happening with such frequency and so many environmental things that clearly are going on. Um, just even from observation that there's, you know, there's stuff going on. Um, it feels like there's more strife. And so this is where meditation can come in. Okay, so there's external stress. And hi, those of you who are just joining me or who are going to watch later, because people kind of come in as they see the little sign or whatever. So meditation, you guys, can be really, really helpful. You guys, you gals. Like I said, my channel mostly addresses the stresses that women go through, primarily midlife women. So um, meditation can change your life in several ways, okay? And I want to um, go through them. And um, I may repeat a little bit. And I think that as a teacher, as an educator, you know, repetition is what really helps us learn. Um, also, I will put a link below once this video is completed for, um, I had another video about the benefits of meditation. That one kind of got buried by YouTube people and it had some great analogies. And so I like to kind of give little stories, little analogies that help you understand how meditation specifically works. Cause it's, it's like hip now. I mean, Oprah meditates fortune 500, like these really, really financially successful people who you didn't, you don't necessarily think of as very woo woo. I like that word woo woo. I don't take it as a negative. I'm like, yeah, woo woo. Um, they're starting to meditate and why? So why would people who are very, um, what am I trying to say? Um, kind of focused in the world and on making money and on business, why are they starting to do something that you would say that's spiritual and that was weird, you know? So to give you a little background on me, you know, 20 years ago, meditation was like really far out. Nobody was talking about it. Um, I would go on meditation retreats and I would be literally the only person of color there. There might be one Asian person because I, I wouldn't, yeah, you know, I wasn't going into centers that were like um, ethnically Asian. So, of course, um, like there are probably Chinese Buddhist centers and so on. I was going to ones who uh, for people who weren't uh, sort of born into meditation and Buddhism and stuff. So, yeah, share your comments, um, you know, and it, and it was wonderful. I loved uh, the places I would go to meditate, um, but it was far out, you know, and to show you it just... It just wasn't so much in the popular culture. So why is meditation so popular now? And why these people, again, who are not woo-woo types, I mean, you might say Oprah is, <laughs> but I'm talking about, and I don't have their names. I have the list somewhere from like, um, I forgot what magazine listing. Like I said, all these like big business guys, businessmen who are like, you gotta meditate, you gotta meditate. So, obviously something is happening. So one, I think it is the stress is outside in the world. Things are moving much, much faster, you guys, than, you know, those of you who are older than your childhood, your teens, your 20s. Information comes at us much faster. There didn't used to be computers. There was no social media. <laughs> you had to go to the library <laughs> to get a book. To like, and the library had to be open. You couldn't just hop on the internet, okay? So there's much more information. You can look up anything now. You can go down the rabbit hole of like research, right? 
So there's a lot more stress. This is what I really want you to understand. There's a lot more external, and that is stress that you have to process. You may not feel that it's stress, but your brain, your senses have to process it. And in Ayurveda and in Chinese medicine, these the things that I study and in, in my background, the things that affect our senses really affect us deeply, okay? And those of you who are sensitive know this, you know, some of you know, for example, you can't watch certain types of films because it affects you very specifically. You may have come home and have nightmares, right? Other people are like, oh yeah, I can watch horror movies. They may be um, just not as aware of what's filtering into their mind, okay? So again, meditation becoming so popular now because one, we're seeing the scientific benefits of it and the world itself is getting faster and more complicated, okay? So I just really, really wanna say to you that it's important. Don't just discard it. And I'm really not even gonna talk to the people who aren't open-minded enough to understand something thousands and thousands and really probably since the beginning of time in every culture people have sat some not all in the culture right there'd be a few people who would give themselves quiet and look within okay in every culture there would be a subset that would do that okay and so it's wonderful to see the resurgence of that starting to happen i'm gonna check something you guys um yeah so Meditation can change your life. Again, you're dealing with stresses from outside that are moving, things are moving much faster. There's much more information for you to process, much more information that overloads the brain, okay? And in Ayurveda, which is the healing uh, traditional science of India, they again talk about how we have to digest everything. Everything you see, you literally have to digest or understand. Everything you hear gets digested, gets taken in. So here in the West, we would say maybe it's like our subconscious, right? That is known in psychology that your subconscious records everything. Like everything that happens that you're aware of and maybe even not aware of, um, you know, consciously, but your subconscious is like recording it. And so Ayurveda uh, talked about that. So we have so much more impressions coming in. We're, there's, we're seeing more. There's more, you know, when I'm in New York City, it's like there's so many restaurants. There's like, you know, five restaurants on a block. You know, you can have Thai food, Indian, South, Southeast, Asian, Malaysian, Italian, you know, Northern Italian. There's so many things that if you think about it, none of our ancestors would have in the overall culture had so much visual information, sound information coming at them. Okay, so I think that is in great part one of the reasons that we are starting to, um, starting to see med meditation get more popular. Okay, I'd love to know in the comments what you think. I don't know if I'm going to really try to, because it, it would distract me from, let me see. Let me see if I can try to pull up. I don't know if it'll work, you guys. So I'm going to go closer to the camera. Let me see. I don't know. Hold on, I'd have to pull up. Um, hang on. Because if you have a question about meditation, as I talk about the benefits of it, so let me just pull up Chrome. All right, and... Um, Hang on here. Yeah. 
So it's pretty much on Chrome that um, I have a Mac. I don't know what computer are you guys using out there? Let me see if I can pull myself up in live stream um, without creating Hello, without creating like a feedback loop. Um, here we go. Let me see. I might not be able to. Um, I ended up pulling up TubeBuddy. Hang on. <laughs> so you're tuning in because you want to know uh, how meditation. Hold on. It's going to start something else again. Okay, let me see if I can tune into my own feed so I can see your questions, if you have questions about meditation. It's going to start something else again. Oh, okay, let awesome. me see if I can tune into my own feed so I can see your questions, if you have questions about meditation. Let's see. It's gonna start something. Okay, so yeah, I didn't want to get that feedback. All right, um, I am going to see. Yeah, if you have a question, a few of you are watching. Like I said, I didn't announce those people. So like nobody knows. I'm just like, I'm going to go live. So if you're here, just say hi. Just say hi that you're here. All right. Don't be shy. And I literally have no place. I'm balancing my computer right now on my palm like this, like I'm holding a pizza. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey. Okay. So now I have to go really close to the screen, which is like embarrassing. I see one question. Hold on. Let me see if I can get your question. This is great. Okay. How can I use meditation as a way to connect to be more connected to my higher self? Okay, that's a great question. Well, the first thing, and I'm not being sarcastic, <laughs> the first thing is to really do it. Um, the more you meditate, you, just like anything, anything you do, you're gonna get better and better, and you're gonna get more results. So to connect to your higher self um, daily, I know, I say it like that because I know it's hard. Okay, let me see your name, hold on one second. Uh, it says Lara Mayera. It's it can be hard, I would say. So start with um, I would try it in the morning, fairly early in the morning, okay. And start with like literally ten minutes. If you're just starting, I don't know if you're just starting. If you want to add that, let me know. I would say just ten minutes every day if you can. If that's too much, then three times a week, you, I promise you, you will see a difference. And that's one of the benefits I wanted to talk about. So um, thanks for asking that. Um, you know, I think obviously we really should connect. We're connecting with people every day. We're connecting with, you know, random people we don't even know via um, social media or whatever, or people at our job every day, yet we don't connect inside so that is a really really good question thank you for asking that so i would try to meditate every day 10 minutes a day if you can if that's too if that's just too much then try it like three times a week okay all right let me go let me go look at the other one i'll be right back <laughs> hi typical goddess how are you so and meditation is the best way Okay, so let me say a little bit about myself as folks hop on. So I was certified as a yoga teacher a long time ago. <laughs> like, like, not from the beginning of yoga, but a long time ago. In Kripalu, the Kripalu Center for Yoga and Health, you guys, um, in Massachusetts. I then studied, I went back to New York City. And in New York City, that sort of gentler, more spiritual yoga didn't fly well, people. So what I did, because I'm adaptable, I started teaching at health clubs and there I did like a vinyasa, like a power yoga for those of you who do yoga. That, and people loved it. You know, I made like, I made people sweat 
and I tried to bring in the spiritual but for a lot of people they are what's called rajasic and if you want to know what that is type you know let me know but they needed that really physical type of yoga okay a more sort of slow spiritual yoga was not working in new york city okay any more meditation questions though so one benefit is yes you can connect to your higher self because what that means is you're going to connect in to spirit to the divine in whatever form is your background because if you don't know yourself right it, it's it's within that is within you and out in the world but you have to go within to connect uh with your higher self so that's one of the benefits is you start getting wow you start feeling one more comforted more connected less alone right and you know so many people suffer from anxiety you guys and i do um so the meditation helps you feel certainly with anxiety that's one of the other benefits is it brings your anxiety level down typically now there may be a few cases depending on like the type of anxiety but generally i find um that it brings people's anxiety down okay uh, let me check if there are any more questions <laughs> remember i don't have an assistant here doing this which would be nice okay oh okay free society ceo yeah thanks let me see Quieting the chatter that you hear. Hold on one sec. That is such a great question. So again, you know, I titled this meditation could change your life. So to answer your question, that chatter, this is what's scary. Okay. That chatter is there all the time, all the time. I have, so I've gone to meditation retreats up to six weeks long. I'm going to keep repeating that because that's long time to meditate okay with burmese monks okay people who that's all they do and so what i discovered to answer your question is underneath the top layer of our mind there is chatter you will be remembering things you know arguments from 20 years ago 10 years ago yesterday somebody bumped into you on the bus somebody you know in the store was rude to you all of that and a lot more is buried. It's like a layer under the typical layer, right? So the, the typical layer where every, everybody's talking, you're having fun, that's the mind we know. But if we drop a little, it's completely natural. There is chatter below. The benefit of meditation then is you start to see the chatter. I know, you're thinking the chatter is the problem and I'm saying, no, the chatter is there, okay. I see another question coming in, but I want to, I really want to answer this one, the chatter and meditation. The chatter, you guys, okay, there I am again, because it, it's putting the questions like up in front of my face. Um, the chatter is one of the benefits of meditation, because you're going to see, oh my God, I'm still obsessed with my ex-boyfriend or my ex-girlfriend. I'm, I'm still obsessed. Why, why am I having this? We broke up, you know, five years ago, and I'm still rehashing this. So that's good, okay, because you don't have to do anything, you guys. So the chatter when you try to meditate is seeing the chatter means you're actually improving in meditation. I'm so excited that somebody asked that because if as you improve, it's going to actually get a little worse for a while. This is the analogy. I got a good analogy for you on the chatter. 
And this is for everybody, not just the person who asked the question, because everybody's mind has chatter. That is the problem, the problem, I put in air quotes with meditation. Um, wait, I lost my train of thought, because I'm seeing all these questions now, guys. <laughs> like, oh my God. So the chatter, seeing the chatter, like I said, you're going to see this is what's occupying my mind. Okay, so the analogy is a dirty room. You guys, you know how, maybe this doesn't happen to guys, but you know how you start cleaning. You clean one area, right? It looks beautiful. You're like, wow, this is really nice. Then you're like, wait, it's kind of dirty up there. Oh man, then you clean up, up around the shelf or something. You clean the table, now you clean the shelf. Now you're like, the floor is dirty. Pretty soon, you have to clean the whole room. Okay, so I'm not sure that's a good analogy for the chatter question. Because what I mean is, so you're seeing first, you see the first level of dirt. And you're like, oh my God, my mind is thinking about this. Then you're getting better at meditating, you guys. Then you're like, oh my God, now I see that I'm like really angry, you know, at my stepmom. I didn't realize I was, I was really, I thought everything was fine. So you start seeing more because you're getting better at meditating right? You're stilling the waves of the mind. So it's another analogy is like a lake. This is a beautiful analogy, you guys. So picture a beautiful, clear lake. But if it's windy, right? The water, there's waves, it's choppy, you can't see down. Once that lake, that surface starts to, to get calm, right? So that would be from meditation, that, that surface gets calm. You can then look and see straight down to the bottom. So of course you're going to see all the crap that's down there. <laughs> okay, so that was a very thorough answer to the chatter question. All right, I'm going to see what other questions I have. That was a great question. All right, let's, oops. All right, nearly broke my computer by yanking it up and it got caught in something. Wow, so um, Free Society CEO is saying that they're hearing other people's problems. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to answer that from a more, there's different ways you could answer that question. So that's great. I, I don't know if I should try to tackle that because a, a, one level of answer would be like, are you sure it's other people's stuff or is it deeply buried? Actually, and you said that, you said past lives. Yeah, that, that would only come clear to you as you meditate more. Um, originally in the Buddhist tradition that I'm coming from and that I've studied within, I mean, they've studied the mind for thousands and thousands of years, and it's just, it's also codified, it's written down. So I like that tradition because it's very clear. Um, and they would say, you know, they, they do believe in past lives. Now, also in the yogic Vedantic system, there is the idea of past lives. So yeah, you could be picking up your own past lives. There's also, to throw in another level, um, I study shamanism a little bit, I'm getting more into it. it. It could be your ancestors, like not your past life, but your ancestral memories. So it's really, really deep. But let's go on with meditation if you have questions about it and how it can change your life. So that was a great question on the chatter. I hope I answered that. Um, Okay, let me check some more. I'll be right back. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, typical goddess with music or silence. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You're gonna think I'm boring because of this, but like I said, you know, I teach it. I've taught it. A meditation. Sorry, I'm crossing my legs. Um, you know, I've taught it to like 
professors and those like really, really into their minds. Traditionally, you would not use music for meditation. Um, but of course, there's so many meditative practices. I mean, dancing could be a form of meditation. And then, of course, then you have music. So that's a great question. I mean, if it works for you, I'm going to say, I mean, if that's what's working for you and you're seeing benefit, then then do that. You know, keep doing that. We're in the age now, you guys, where all the world's information is available to us, every tradition. And so as someone, you know, African-American coming from the Caribbean, and I want to talk more about that because I'm doing a DNA test, um, which seems like a side thing, but it fits in this idea where all we all are from strands of so many cultures we really really are and i think that's something that's so needed for people to start to see in a positive way like you you know you have strands from almost every part of the world many people do many not all not all there are a few specific groups that that just maybe they kept culturally separate but many of us if you look back into your ancestry, there's so much. We really touch the entire world. Um, and so my point with that is, I guess, to try to bring it back, is there's so many techniques, um, meditative techniques, like trance, right? In a lot of African cultures, you know, going into trance in South American cultures, and, the, and there's drumming. So sound is important. Sound is part of when I do shamanistic journey so this gets a little bit different off from what I'm thinking of as meditation, but you need drumming, you need sound, and that pulls you in to the spiritual work. So if music and sound works for you, then absolutely. Um, with this video, I was really wanting to talk about the sort of seated meditation, um, you know, calming the mind. And so for that, I recommend silence. What might be helpful, uh, especially to give you a really thorough answer, if you live in like um, a noisy environment, I would put on some nature sounds. Put on like really soft, you know, birds, trees, just as like a screen. You know, like I said, I'm from New York City and you got the ambulance, the police, the ambulance. I don't know who else. Everybody going by, honking. Oh, the cab drivers. You're trying to meditate. So you need some background music. It, like I said, I would do nature. All right. Let me see if I have any more questions. So yeah, more questions. These are great questions, you guys. And it's helping me cover what I wanted to cover anyway. So thank you. All right. Let's see. All right. And those of you who know my channel, maybe some of you are on now who actually know my channel. I don't like to wear my glasses when I'm filming. <laughs> So then I'm like squinting because I can't really see. So it's it's cute. You know, I, I yeah, I had contact lenses, but I need to get my contacts back. Maybe there's a question about contact lenses and meditating. I would take your contact lenses out, probably. Oh, okay. Delina Robinson, I feel uh, pitching and crawling on my skin. Delina Oh my God, thank you so much for asking that. And I'm gonna go there with this question. There are people from different religious backgrounds um, who might say, oh my God, so that's negative. That's something evil happening to you. It's actually a much simpler, um, it's something much simpler, okay? So I have felt that and that is very, very common when I studied, like I said, I've studied with 
Western teachers who've been meditating for like 30, 40 years, who uh, primarily they studied in India, they studied in Burma, they studied in um, Southeast Asia. And like I said at the beginning, I've studied with monks for up to six weeks, like just meditating with them silently. That literally means you're getting more concentrated. Um, hold on, let me put the thing down. So you will feel itchy. I, I know it can be very uncomfortable, but it's almost part of the concentration. You're starting, if you go further than that, often you'll just be like, whoa, It'll, because you're going deeper. You're starting to feel, it's just like the, um, the question before about um, like just thoughts, th thoughts popping up. Stuff's happening all the time. Like your skin might be itchy, but I'll give you an example of what, what happened to me on a real retreat. So I'm sitting there, <laughs> people are falling asleep in front of me and I'm like, I'm awake, I'm okay. <laughs> so, you know, you can see their heads nod because it's that much meditation. So I'm sitting there, of course, my eyes probably should have been closed and not watching other people, but that's why I can teach you now because I've been through this. And seriously, for the first four days on this particular retreat, you guys, my shoulders were killing me. I arrived at the retreat. I thought, I felt fine. I didn't know my shoulders were hurting me. The entire, for four days, my shoulders ached. They ached, they ached. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? This is so annoying. I came to meditate and I'm in pain, <laughs> right? This is actually a very common other thing with meditation. You start to notice pains. Okay, so back to my shoulders hurting. Finally, literally in the middle of one session, it just went away. It never came back. And what I realized was I was coming, like I said, from New York City. I had gone someplace very quiet to meditate. And this pain was there. I was carrying tension in my shoulders. My shoulders were indeed tight and tense. I didn't notice it. I'm running around. I'm taking the subway. I'm working. I'm on the phone. I didn't know my shoulders were tense. After four days, like I said, it just went away. I felt fantastic and I was able to continue meditating. So don't let the crawly skin thing freak you out. It literally is like your concentration is getting deeper. Believe it or not, on the other side of that is often, it's hard to explain, you literally become aware almost of the subtle energy of your body. So you're, you're kind of going to a layer and then if you went just a little deeper, you would almost literally feel your body like tingling like energy. Okay, so that's really actually cool. That's actually a really good thing, um, but, but don't get too attached to it as a good thing because then they'll ruin your meditation. <laughs> okay, let's go on more about how meditation can change your life. Let me see. I'm enjoying this now. I, I have some viewers and I really do want to um, provide information that can help. So let me just see. Let me go look at my computer and go close. Oh, you're in Trinidad. Yes. Yes, I'm from Jamaica, so still... I don't think it could be as um, noisy as New York City. I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. If Trinidad, where you are, is noisier, I wouldn't think then. No, no. So, yeah, it couldn't be as noisy. Let's see. So, Delina, I hope that answered your question, right? Those sensations. Basically, again, to, and to repeat it for everybody, because Delina, it was a great question. Um, when you meditate, you become more aware. That's one of the benefits of it. So you will notice, so let me talk about that. You'll notice itching, You'll no, it, it can almost drive you crazy because you're like, oh my God, what is happening? But you're, 
you're basically becoming more sensitive. Again, back to the dirt analogy. <laughs> so remember, you cleaned your table, you cleaned the shelves, then you saw the floor was dirty. Then you're like, oh my God, I need to, my blinds are dirty, I need to take the curtains down because you become more aware and more astute, right? And so that's what meditation does. You will notice strange things, you know, very common. I didn't want to go into the negatives of meditation, but very common is like you'll have knee pain if you're sitting cross-legged. You'll Your knees will start to hurt you and it'll be really, really, really intense. And then typically for many people, it that'll also go away. You reach a point and it just sort of like, it's just gone. So um, yeah, more questions. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the benefits. So like I said, your mind is going to get clearer. That's going to allow you to see problems and, and things that are holding you back. Literally, that can change your life because you're going to realize, say you have a problem at your job, to give a quick back to the job burnout, you have a problem at your job. As you start meditating more, you start to really notice, what, why is it that I have trouble with that guy? Why, you know, my boss, let's say, why can't I get along with him? You know, he doesn't seem to like me, but you realize you don't really like him either. <laughs> And then as you meditate more, you, you have a memory, you guys, of uh, someone in your earlier life who reminds you of your boss. Maybe they have the same name or more they may look the same or they dress the same or something. And you realize your part of your problem with this person who's your boss is not with them, but it's touching back on somebody who was abusive to you earlier in your life. And you have put the two of them together in your spirit, in your mind, you're being reminded. And so meditation will allow you, one of the things it can do is allow you to really see that. So it allows you to see things that you could not see before. So I'm talking here, you guys, not about anything supernatural, though it's said in all these traditions, and again, around the world, as human beings, we have incredible capacity in our minds, our minds are vast. We're not tapping into all of it. But I'm still just talking at the level of your daily life that you will see stuff that you literally couldn't see before. Why do I pick this type of, of uh, person to date? Why do I always have this pattern? You start to see that, okay? Imagine how that can change your life because then you're in control, right? So you don't have to be at the mercy of, why do I always meet abusive you know, abusive guys that they, they just treat me badly. What? How, why? You start to see what what's happening in your mind and then in your behavior that may be influencing that. Okay, let me see some more questions. So that's a huge benefit. I like to call meditation like self-therapy, if that makes sense. Like you can go and sit and talk to a therapist or a counselor, and that's great. That's in addition to meditation, but meditation is almost a form of self-therapy, if that makes sense. Okay, let me see if I have some more questions on how meditation can um, change your life and any problems you have when you try to meditate. Okay, let's see. Yep, yes, exactly, typical goddess. You're, you're noticing a, more about your body because you're you're not doing anything else. That's what I'm saying. All this stuff is going on, but we're too distracted. We're up here at this level. So as you start to meditate, you're getting more and more sensitive and you start to notice random things that were happening that you just never even knew. 
But, and a really important point I'll make here before I look at the questions again, that is called a purification. That is what um, they talk about, especially in traditional, like historically in teaching meditation, is that literally by sitting, you're purifying your body, your mind, everything. That is literally the, the spiritual reasoning of meditation is that it's like you're cleaning everything and I give this analogy before of like a computer and you know like when your computer starts acting weird and you have to run like a, an antivirus or a cleaning because there's too many little bits right why does your computer start to not function well it's a little bit of information from this program and that program and old stuff and you have to literally go in and run a program to clean it to clean your hard drive to clean the system out Meditation functions in the same way. So it's pretty cool. And it's free, basically. Right? Oh, you're welcome. So, yeah. So I talked about how to quiet the chatter, meaning of the chatter, that that's actually um, often a plus, that you're going to become more aware of chatter, that that is not a reason to not meditate. In fact, you should feel proud of yourself that you're starting to see more clearly. That that's what that is. Let me see if there are any more questions. Yeah, feel free to ask a question. Don't don't be shy. Let me see if I missed any. Um, the chatter, music. Okay, all right. Um, so folks are going to watch this later as well. So I covered some of the benefits there. It really can change your life. It's going to give you more control of yourself. Meditation gives you more control of yourself. Okay, that I already hinted at that with some of the previous stuff, but that's a major benefit. Hold on, I just got to check what my cat's doing. <laughs> okay, um, you're going to understand your motivations better. You are going to be able to be more focused on your goals and to go for them in a more relaxed way. So that's why I'm going to go back to why are these CEOs of businesses meditating? These are not typically the spiritual types that we think of, right? I mean, genuinely, you're like, you know, they're businessmen, businesswomen. And like I said, I was just looking at this huge list of them that are doing it. Meditation will help you achieve your goals more quickly and with more ease, I should say. And it won't slow you down. People, I think a few people I've seen maybe afraid meditation is going to make them too mellow. That's, that's not likely to happen. If you're very driven and you have clear goals, you're going to be able to achieve your goals more clearly and, and quickly with meditation. Let me see. Another question came in. Okay. Um, so from Supreme Rose. Okay. Let me put it this way so I'm looking this way. And like I said, I should be wearing my glasses, but I don't want to. <laughs> so, like, let's see. I'm trying to get back into meditation, but I found that I do better meditating in water. However, I can't do so often. I'm not too fond of just sitting. Can you suggest any other ways to meditate? Well, I'm thinking if you like meditating in water, then maybe just do it in the bathtub. I don't know. <laughs> I've never... I've really chilled out and been quiet. I wasn't officially like meditating in the water, but um, but that sounds beautiful. If you can't get to water that often and sounds like you're wanting, you're really connecting deeply to nature when you do that, I don't know, try in the bathtub, but there are other ways to meditate. There is walking meditation. And at the end of this, because I can't do it now, 
course, if I had like a fancy assistant, I probably could have them type in a link. But I have a video on walking meditation. It sounds, yeah, if you just get bored with the sitting, which is also, that's completely normal to be bored. That's one of the things you want to see is when you get bored, if that makes sense. Because when you're meditating and you get bored, you will respond in the same way that you do in life when you get bored, in real life. So again, great question that it's leading to this. You want to see in meditation, how does your mind respond when you're bored? Do you get angry? Do you get irritated? Do you just stop what you're doing? Because that's something important to know. Because that might mean that if you get bored with stuff, you, you know, you might leave it behind and you want to know that. And so that goes back to the meditation really teaching you um, you know, really being like self-healing. But yeah, I would try walking meditation, um, which isn't, I know it sounds strange, it isn't actually just going for a walk. It is walking meditation, you guys. You literally meditate in a set path of typically like 10 to 15 steps. And that's important. You just really, I'm going like this, you can't, <laughs> you give yourself a limit and you literally walk back and forth, but there's a meditative aspect. So I will put a link to a video I have on that. So again, if you're just joining me, my name is Kala. I am a certified yoga teacher. Um, I've been featured in Essence. I've been featured in um, Heart and Soul. I don't know if that magazine still exists. Tell me in the comments, does Heart and Soul still exist? They had shut down, I think, for a while. Essence, Heart and Soul, a self magazine, and Yoga Journal. I used to run a yoga studio in New York City back in the day, and now I'm shifting. I still practice yoga and teach it privately, but I'm very much uh, wanting to continue teaching meditation because that is the next level. Even in the yogic path, they say that meditation, you do the asanas for a while, to purify your body, purify the subtle energies, but then you are to start meditating. And that is what I found with me. I got more drawn into meditation. Um, so yeah, I think I saw two more questions come through actually. So let me check, let me check that. So I hope that helps. Yeah, sit in the bathtub. If you love meditating in water, of course, out in nature would be better, which is what I think you mean, but either sit in the bath or, um, you know, try walking meditation and see if that helps. All right, let's see. Let me see now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, M, let's see. MOI, do you recommend meditation in the morning to start the day or at night to end the day? Great question. Um, either time is great. They're different. Um, they are different. The morning is going to set you up well for the day. You're going to find, and this, again, this is the life-changing benefits of meditation, you guys. It isn't just woo-woo. Don't dismiss it, right? Don't keep searching for something when you have not, if you haven't given meditation a, a long try, like at least a month. If you meditate in the morning, your day, you're going to find, goes smoother. So it doesn't mean magically problems don't happen. Though, over time, I will promise you, you will notice your days get smoother. So less problems happen. But when a problem comes up, if you meditate in the morning, you're going to be calmer. Somebody maybe is going to be a real a jerk at your job to you or, or aggressive or mean. And you'll just, you'll be calm. You'll be like, you'll say the right thing. You won't get angry. You won't, you won't react. You, you'll, you'll respond. Okay. You won't react like psh, you'll respond. 
is just a split second where you'll be able to compose yourself and do what's best, okay? So now if you do it at night, again, very different, you're gonna find you sleep better, okay? So it's like if you do it at night, you're, you're gonna clear your mind of the day. So either time of day is fine. Though, again, to answer your question more deeply, most people are morning or evening people, just naturally. So whatever works for you naturally, that's fine. Um, I can meditate well either at night or in the morning, honestly, but I have a friend, he's like, I'm like, you know, he has trouble sleeping. So I said, meditate at night. It just doesn't work for him as well um, for a variety of reasons. I think, he, you know, he might be just tired. So he, but he meditates in the morning wonderfully, beautifully, feels great. His days go well especially when he does it a couple days in a row. He's, he's great, but the evening just doesn't work for him. So I would say just listen to yourself. No one or the other is superior, I wouldn't say, to the other, okay? As long as you do it, that's the most important thing. All right, guys, this is actually wonderful, and now I feel like I've been on here for a while. I don't know, maybe half hour, I can't even tell. Hold on. It's not showing me how long I've been on. Um, Oh, Supreme Rose. Yeah, the boredom thing makes sense. Yes, it is natural to feel what I find so, it just annoys me. Because like I said, I've been meditating for so long and now meditation is popular. And I see like, I put one video, you guys, it was really nice guided meditation. This one girl wrote in, that was boring. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It was boring because I was using my yoga voice. I was using my very calm voice and like I could put you to sleep. So if you're meditating, it was fine, um, you know, because it would have led you. But I think she just like watched it. And it was a video leading meditation. You were supposed to just watch. The, you're supposed to do it. So boredom is natural, you guys. That is one of the things you want to see. Again, I'm going to repeat for those who just jumped on. You want to see the boredom because meditation is really about bettering yourself and it's going to it's going to help you feel better, feel happier, understand yourself better. So you want to see when you get bored in meditation. I get bored all the time. Do you think that when I was meditating for 6 weeks, 6 weeks, okay, that I did not get bored? There there was one block of time typically in a in a retreat, like me, a retreat is when you go away just to meditate and to be guided with teachers and so on. And you don't just sit, you guys, at a meditation retreat. Typically, um, I'll say a little about it, you sit and you alternate it with walking because obviously you can't sit meditating about nine to 10 hours a day. So you would alternate sitting, then walking meditation, then sitting, then walking. There were, there'd be chunks of time where you are bored. That is an important part. Like I said, you start to see what your mind does when it's bored. For instance, does your mind start to fantasize? Do you start to make up stuff about the future? Does your mind, when you're bored, go back to the past and rehash arguments that you've had where people have hurt you or, or, or you felt they didn't understand you? Do you see how that's, that's vital for a, for a spiritual person, for someone who wants to grow and, and have um, live their best life, really? Because... In things, you'll be bored. You'll be bored at work. You'll be bored in your relationship. You're married for 10 years. You're bored. If you are a meditator, you'll be more aware of that feeling. Say, even just in your marriage, wow, I'm really feeling bored. 
because you meditate, you'll be more aware when that comes up and you, instead of just, well, I'm going to divorce them or it's their fault or I'm just going to have an affair. <laughs> I'm just going to have an affair. That's it. Cause I'm bored because you meditate, you guys just, this is just an example. You'll be able to see that and see yourself being bored and make the right choice and respond rather than react, right? React might be, well, I'm just going to have an affair because I'm bored. This person is boring me now. My spouse is boring me. Meditation will allow you to look a little deeper and see what, what, what is it? And is there anything I can do that would um, stop the boredom in the relationship or in this job? Okay. So, I mean, again, amazing, life-changing. Maybe the difference between getting divorced because you're like, this is boring. <laughs> this relationship is boring and having a happy marriage, right? So I think I saw a couple more questions. So I'm going to just be on here um, maybe another couple minutes. Maybe I'll end with a meditation. Oh, thank you, Claire. Claire Williman. Claire, I don't have my glasses on, but I think that's what it says. And it says, uh, just joining. Love your affirmations video. Thank you. Claire, is there any specific types of affirmations that you'd like more? Like, I, I don't know, you know, should I make abundance? What specific area would you like more affirmations in? That would be really great. And thank you so much for uh, viewing. Like I said before, guys, I didn't tell, you know, I have like uh, over 2000 subscribers and I didn't like announce it. So people are, are trickling on. And, and for those of you who are here, I'm so glad you're here. Um, Moy, how do you recommend I start? I want to incorporate meditation to my daily routine. Okay, so yeah. Start, um, I answered this earlier, but this is such an important question. Start with 10 minutes a day, um, every day if you can. <laughs> I know that's probably too much. Um, three times a week would be really good. Three times a week is enough where you'll see the benefit. If you do once a week, believe me, it, it, won't, it won't help. Um, so set yourself a goal, if you can, of three times a week, uh, 10 minutes, either morning or night. And I would recommend seated meditation. I have a couple of videos. Um, I have one that's like in nature, like where the camera's in nature, but I lead you. I think that one, I'll put a link to that one. Um, so I would start with breath awareness meditation. Again, there's so many meditations out there, you guys, because it's now hip, you know, so everybody's like meditation on shoes, meditation on hair, meditation on, you know, the right color for you. I'm talking about, meditation, deep meditation, the meditation that is going to change your life. I would do a breath awareness meditation. And the reason we use the breath, um, especially to start with, is because your breath is always there, right? You're always breathing. So you want something for you to focus on and the breath is always there. So I'll put the link below to my breath awareness. I think I have one that is not just the nature one, but a breath awareness one. And so even say you're stressed, once you start meditating, you, you'll be able to kind of drop back and start to notice your breath and that'll help calm you. That's also different than like yoga breathing where you take deep breaths. It's also, that's really good. That's really complimentary where you really, really deep breath in, slow breath out. Like that is calming, the pranayama. Um, so that's a little different, but they're complimentary. So yeah, that's how I would start. And um you know, there's so many YouTube videos, but like I said, um, everybody's jumping into this space about meditation and they really may not have done it uh, very much. 
So I would recommend if you're just starting 10 minutes a day, at least three times a week, start with a breath awareness meditation. And I will put my uh, links below. Um, I do actually coach in person. Uh, I'm going now into New York City to work with cl private clients. Um, and, you know, I'm because I'm going to people's homes, it's pretty pricey. I'm going to them, I'm bringing equipment and and it's like a very personalized service. They don't even have to leave their house. So it's it's relatively expensive. Um, I have a meditation course that I kind of had put out and I'm working on. Um, and I do coach virtually. So if you are interested and want to invest in that, not just learning meditation, but specifically to help you, like with whatever's going on. Like if you're going through a divorce, if you, um, you know, you have a great job, but you're really unhappy in your job and you, you need help figuring that out, then, um, you know, I'd love to work with you and we can do different practices that'll help you get clear. And that's the main thing. Okay, T. Wells for president. All right, I see. Meditation is an essential tool that allows one to become aware of the template of our own. Exactly, exactly. It's, you guys, it's like, think about it. You go to school and they teach you everything, right? They're like, and we won't get into what school does or doesn't teach you, but let's just say, okay, so they teach you history. They teach you math, they, you know, science, but they don't teach you your, about your own mind unless maybe high school, college, you get into psychology. So think about that. The thing that you're using in the world to see the world, to interpret the world, you go through school, like through high school, and typically you're not taught anything about how to use your mind. So I'm so glad you guys that they're starting to bring meditation into um, especially at-risk kids because if you're in a neighborhood and you're in a place where there's so much going on, so much negative, meditation is even more helpful. And that's something I want to be doing more of. I want to be um, volunteering so that I am helping a generation um, I have taught, I've taught college students. I literally have seen a young man, um, you know, young African-American male. I was teaching at a college and I, I'd set it up to be able to help them if the kids were. What I mean by that is if they had done like an alcohol infraction or anything, they'd get sent to meditation. So I was like, yes. And he came in and, um, you know, I don't know what he had done. It, you know, it wasn't anything serious. And there were some other kids there as well. There were these two sort of giggly girls. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think theirs was alcohol. I don't know. And at the end, after brief meditation, you guys, that you could tell he had a, he put his hoodie up, and you could tell that it brought up stuff for him. Now you'd say, oh, that's bad, but no. When stuff is going on for our teens, uh, for our young men or teenage girls, stuff is going on. They're not aware of. It's making them. Uh, causing them pain and causing them to maybe act out. He had, I could tell he had touched into something because he, his whole face was different. He was like, you could literally see like he was about to start crying where he came in. He was very, very tough and very armored. Um, I had approached um, in my town, I'll just put this out to work with the police teaching meditation. Um, I got a couple you know, I got some um, support for that. And then when I ultimately went to the person who would be the deciding person to work with um, the police uh, to teach them meditation, um, I got a no. 
So that was really sad for me, you guys. Um, you share in the comments. Um, can you imagine the benefits of meditation? And this isn't like far out anymore. I submitted articles about places like in Ohio, like just, you know, not even places that are like uh, known to be liberal or woo-woo or anything. They were having, the cops were doing yoga. They were meditating for their stress level. All of the benefits that I previously mentioned, you become more aware, you understand your mind. You know, am I, is, was my mind biased? Is my mind telling me this is happening when it's not? Just everybody learns it. So I did approach in my town to teach it to the police, got great feedback, got to one level, then at the highest level, they weren't interested. So, you know, you do what you can. You do what you can do. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Claire says confidence, mental acuity. I love your video because self-love is what it's all about and so valuable to center to. Absolutely. So I think I'm going to end on that note. Um, and maybe with a brief meditation, give a thumbs up or uh, give a comment if you want to end with a brief meditation. So I think that was Claire that said that self-love, you know, again, it can sound woo-woo to those who aren't seeing this movement happen. A lot of women especially are seeing this movement happen. This movement is happening, you guys, because it's profound, because with self-love, a lot of our problems, societal problems, will diminish. So it isn't just this, self-love isn't just this sort of woo-woo thing for people who, you know, have nothing to do. When you have self-love, and that's what I was saying with this young man, he's like, you know, basically a teenager. It was a community college, so he was, you know, probably, you know, 1920. Um the self-love can balance a lot of uh, trauma, a lot of anger, that self-love and that meditation can start to give that. So to end on that note, the self-love, you guys there, and I think I, I made one, um, it's a loving kindness meditation. So let's end with that. Let's end with that. And this video is going to be watched by a lot of people afterwards. I know that. And I thank those of you who are here now. Let's end with a brief loving kindness meditation. All right. So uh, I'll give you an overview of it. And then we're just going to do like a, an excerpt. The loving kindness meditation is to generate these qualities of compassion, love, and kindness within yourself. They have literally now studied the brains of meditators, you guys, like while they were alive. <laughs> they study their brains electrodes and um literally could see parts of their brain lighting up and then tested them how they scored on things like compassion uh like for those of you who follow the dalai lama you know he's always talking about i think he said you know my religion because you think oh he's going to say he's a buddhist but he has famously said my religion is kindness okay so the loving kindness meditation overall is you start with sending loving kindness to yourself then you go through a series of people so you start with yourself, but then you go to typically a um, just someone who loved you, just almost like be a grandmother, somebody who loved you unconditionally, someone who's like a mentor who you just really kind of revere. That's the next level because you're trying to start, you start with yourself, but then you start with those that are easiest for you to love. So it's really beautiful and it's a smart practice. So say some mentor, someone who when you were a kid was just so kind to you and just loving to you. Then you go to a friend and go through, but then you go to like a neutral person. So the neutral person, an example would be like somebody at your dry cleaners or the school crossing guard. You don't really know them. You see them, but you don't know them. And you take it, you guys, out to someone who 
then you go maybe to someone you've had some difficulty with. And that's hard, of course, the loving kindness meditation we're talking about. You're generating that kind heart. And then you end with the whole world. And so let's just do that. Let me come to sitting, you guys. All right, sit up nice and tall. Like if you're laying down or whatever, just sit up nice and tall. Take a deep breath in with me. Breathe out through your mouth. So do that again. Inhale. Out through the mouth. Blow it out. Long breath. So I'm just going to repeat a few phrases of loving kindness and then just repeat them mentally after me. So let's just do for ourselves. May I be well. May I be happy and peaceful. May I live with ease of heart and mind. May I be free from suffering. Those are the classical phrases, but you would adapt them. If you want, you could put your hand over your heart chakra. So I'll just repeat it and just repeat it internally. It's more about the feeling. So it's a practice. So may I be well. So it's, you're wishing yourself well. So it sounds kind of formal, but that's the, may I be well. May I be happy and peaceful. May I live with ease of heart and mind. May I be free from suffering. So I know that suffering part sounds like a big one, but that's the language they usually use coming from the Buddhist tradition. You can say, may I be free from unhappiness or, you know, you can change it. Then let's just do for the whole world. So what I do, because I'm very visual, I can either picture the planet or what I really do if I'm doing the practice is I see different parts of the globe. So when you close your eyes with me, go ahead and try that. If there's a you know, just picture different people from different parts of the world as I speak, okay? And, and then we'll close with that. So, may all beings be well. So allow yourself to see or just feel people around the world. See all different types of people, all different ethnicities, all different races and clothing and different homes and cities, people in the country, people who are tribal, people who are living in apartments. See all around the world. May all beings be well. Breathe into that and know that you will be blessed as you put this out. The same comes back to you. Absolutely. May all beings be well. May all beings be happy and peaceful. May all beings live with ease of heart and mind. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. And so I'll repeat that last line again. So I often picture people eating and happy at a table. Okay, so it's just seeing people happy. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering, whether far or near, in high, middle, or low realms of existence. 
born or unborn, visible or invisible, may all beings without exception be free from suffering. And again, just try to feel that and then bring it back to yourself. May I be well, happy and peaceful. Breathe in. See you guys in the comments, whether you're watching this live or after. I hope you watched to the end and that you got to do that. I feel wonderful from that. The more you meditate, the more you'll be able to feel the benefits, okay? So my light's changing, it's getting a little weird. Comments below and thank you so much. If you like the live stream and you'd like me to do more, give the video a thumbs up and that helps more people to see it on YouTube. You know, the whole YouTube algorithm, it's like a machine, okay? But you're human, so you can put, like, I like this. And then the machine's like, oh, people liked it. So, mwah, stay blessed. Namaste. Bye-bye. And I got to figure out how to turn this off. <laughs> so, let's see.